Hello and welcome to the latest instalment of the Marketing Week Explores podcast. My name is Charlotte Rogers, Senior Writer at Marketing Week, and today we're going to be discussing the School of Marketing, a new learning platform and series of educational initiatives aimed at solving the looming talent crisis in the marketing industry by raising awareness of the profession as a career option for young people. Teaming up with education company Lernital and Pearson College London, Marketing Week will be powering the launch of the School of Marketing as it seeks to engage young people from diverse backgrounds across the UK. The School of Marketing also has the backing of key industry figures, including Unilever CEO Paul Polman and top marketers from the likes of Direct Line, Microsoft, Santander, IBM and Google, who have each contributed to course modules. The programme will kick off with an interactive course consisting of five modules exploring the foundations of marketing, including case studies, videos and interactive exercises set by the UK's top marketers. The focus of the content is on helping young people experience the real life challenges being faced by marketers today. To tell us more about this learning platform, I'm joined by Richie Mehta, Dean and Managing Director of the School of Marketing, Mark Evans, Direct Line Marketing Director and Chairman of the School of Marketing, and Marketing Week Editor, Russell Parsons. Richie, if I can start by asking you, what is the idea behind the School of Marketing? and Why do you think it's needed in 2018? Sure. Uh, well, thanks, Charlotte, and it's great to be here. I think the, the embryonic start of, of the idea around the School of Marketing happened many, many years ago. When I actually was, I actually grew up in rural Scotland where, um, you know, we were given a lot of career counselling. But one of the things that were typically missing from those conversations were conversations around um, marketing as an industry and the, the potential sort of, you know, creative, exciting, analytical kind of career that you could have in this industry. And I think from that point on, it's always kind of really stayed in my mind that something needed to be done to fulfill the gap of... Um, what I believe to be um, not enough information or insight about what marketing and a career in marketing could really be um, at that level. So I think it started from a, a really sort of personal um, passion point and a pain point that I experienced when I was going through that career um, conversations at school and high school in rural Scotland. And I think um, it was just echoed through the research that Marketing Week did uh, a couple of months ago um, when when you know you guys went into schools and um, found out that there was a similar insight that was taking place across the board, not just in uh, areas up north in the country, but also in schools um, down south as well. So I thought, um, so we got together and galvanized um, a few of us to, to really try and solve the problem, um, to, to excite and engage young kids about what a career in this industry could be like. And that's where it came from. That's really interesting. And um, with the kind of the program itself, sort of, can you talk me through um, the ideas behind the content? So taking that inspiration that you had, um, what, what were your sort of feelings about what you needed to, to kind of draw out there? Sure. Um, the first thing to say is I moved from a marketing career into becoming an educator about four to five years ago. And one of the key things that I think were missing from marketing education today is that everything focuses too heavily on the theory and not necessarily on the practical side of the of the industry um, and what uh, you know what people can learn practically. So an underlying pillar that we thought about for the School of Marketing was to ensure that it was going to be practical, um, that we could give people hints and tips about what um, you know marketing is like on the ground today to really give them that that overview of what a career could look like. We also felt that it was really important to um, 
give them a holistic understanding about the various areas of marketing and what the the different um, aspects of what a career could be and how they could have a potential career path into the industry and actually um, become you know senior marketers um, and leaders in that in that area and I think um, the final thing I'd say about this is that we wanted to ensure that they had a good understanding about how to get into the industry and what are the key types of skills they would need in order to be successful. Um, I think one of the best things I found about marketing uh, in my career was that it's open to all. And that was really, really um, something that we wanted to convey through the School of Marketing. Absolutely. I mean, Russell, just to ask you, because obviously you're speaking to CMOs and marketing directors all the time. And I wondered from your perspective, why it's important that the course content kind of touches on the practical nature and those challenges being faced by marketers. Why do you think that's important? I think one of the things that we found in our research, Charlotte, was that it there were the perception of marketing was incorrect. People thought it was something else. Often people thought it was just advertising and they didn't really like that a great deal. So I think it's really important for two reasons. To anchor it to practical everyday examples of how marketing is employed in companies firstly to demonstrate to Richie's point the breadth and the depth of what marketers actually do it's more than just advertising and it calls upon lots of different skills lots of different capabilities therefore it's attractive to a lot more diverse group of people particularly young people than perhaps people thought Um, and secondly uh, it's really just very important just to sort of present it as a, as a career worth having, as a desirable place to be alongside all the many other options uh, that are available. People need to hear about it. People need to know what it is. And in turn, they need to be have their minds open to the, as I say, the depth and breadth that is, is available within the marketing industry. Mark, just to ask you, I know that you are super passionate about diversity in particular, neurodiversity um, and aspects like that. I wondered whether, you know, what do you think the impact can be on future marketing teams of having young people, diverse young people coming into the industry? For, for me, there are three parts to this whole thing. One is, this is a looming crisis for marketing. And if you believe that marketing is a force for good, this is a problem that we all need to lean into and contribute to because we don't want to have a massive shortfall of talent coming through in the industry. So that's the first thing. The second thing, to echo uh, Richie's point, and my experience was the same, I didn't get any advice about marketing at all uh, through university, through school, and I only really fell into a career in marketing and I loved every minute of it, but I think just people are making bad decisions every day. More young people want rich, very digital, innovative, you know, cutting and, cut and thrusting type careers and, and that is marketing. And so the fact that, as Russell said, it's just seen as just advertising, it's a tragedy because people are making bad career decisions. And I, I very nearly did, but sort of luckily escaped a, you know, a, a far less successful career doing something else. Um, but, but the diversity ticket is also a really big thing. It, it, it is true that marketing has been a bit stuffy, a bit male, a bit white. And that's because the, the, the people coming through who are attracted to it has not been diverse enough. And so I have a a deeply held philosophical belief that diversity is critical to success. There's many, many studies, but I also see it, you know, from my own experience as well. And so we just need to widen the pool and make more people believe, make everybody believe that marketing is a rich uh, rich and rewarding career uh, full of excitement and twists and turns. And so I think this is is part of how we make sure that the next generation of marketing is more diverse. And, And that is including 
people with different brains, diverse minds, neurodiversity, as well as different ethnic groups, um, as well as different social groups from, uh, and different geographies. So I think if we get our net as wide as possible in exciting people about career in marketing, then it will follow from there and the next generation will be much more diverse and everybody benefits from that. Yeah, creating better work just kind of yeah, comes I mean, from that, I suppose. There's, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, there's so many cases. From my own experience that at, uh, at Direct Line, we sort of over over represent versus national population on um, good gender balance, on ethnicity, and on neurodiversity, and on sexuality. So we did the survey to see where do we stand, and I think it's it's no surprise the success we've had in Direct Line because the marketing team is inherently very diverse. Absolutely. Just to sorry to interrupt. I I was amazed and uh, when we were reporting. The original feature and, and the follow-up features to announce the School of Marketing. How many people made the same observation as you did, Mark, which is that they stumbled post-university into a career in marketing? And there are many things I'd like to see this School of Marketing achieve, but to appeal to a wider group of people earlier across different parts of the country with different diverse backgrounds, I think is absolutely key to securing the future. Because I think if we just, in marketing, rely on those people stumbling in to marketing post-university uh, you're not going to get the diversity one but you're also going to have a talent pool that's probably going to dry up yeah and and so there is this sort of an ironic twist in all of this which is that turns out marketing's not very good at marketing marketing to the next generation and so this is a bit of a line in the sand whereby we we flip that on its head and we use our collective skill as marketers to present the benefits of the career that it entails. So there's there's a lovely irony in there, but we're gonna we're gonna stop that and we're gonna address that. So you guys are part of the initial rallying cry, which is amazing as marketing leaders and people who are embedded within the industry. But I know that there's a real ambition to connect with younger people, um, because they're great role models when you're going out to schools. And I wonder if you, the three of you, could kind of talk me through the concept of the founding fifty. Sure. Um, well, let let me kick off the conversation on on that front, Charlotte. So. The, the embryonic idea behind the Founding 50 was to, to actually galvanize um, young marketers earlier on in their career to help inspire the younger generation or the generation that's going to come after them to pursue a career or to get a greater understanding about what a career in marketing could be. Um, we, we felt that it was appropriate to, to try and you know, to, to single out the that type of that population effectively because they would resonate really well with the next generation. They also um, are learning the key cutting edge skills that are required um, in order to be successful in a career in marketing. So marketing is changing dramatically um, and the type of skills that are required are changing too. And as a consequence, we felt that that was the right target audience or the founding 50 would have the right key skills to be able to then help and guide and mentor um, people coming up um, in the next generation. So that's kind of where it came from. I don't know if anyone wants to expand on that. I think there's an also, also a point that um, it, it, it would be wrong for just sort of, uh, Richie probably slightly separately, but you know, three, three old gets to know what's in the minds of people whilst they're at school. So this is a bit of a bridge. We're just very senior marketers to go out, go out and talk directly to uh, to people in schools that could fail miserably. Um, we this is an MVP, right? So the whole thing is 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 uh, you know going to be evolutionary. But we have it uh, we have in mind that many marketers will go into schools and talk about what a career in marketing tells, facing into that uh, that assumption that it's just about 
advertising. And I've done a bit of that in schools, and it it's, it's tr- can be quite impactful. Um, so this is a bit of a bridge that we need the right people having the right conversations with, with young folks, and it's not going to be us. And so the Founding 50 play, I think, a key role in that bridge to a, re- a reality check that will actually connect to our target audience. And so, again, back to the marketing, marketing, let's not forget who the target audience is and what's motivating and interesting to them. I think the chance to win a lifetime or, a, sorry, a year of ice cream as part Tell of... Tell us a, more about that. Yeah, which, which <laughs> Richie will come back to. You know, there, there's, it's, it's, it's practical, it's competition-based. That's going to be much more interesting than any pearls of wisdom from Russell or I. So, Richie, do you want to say about the... Uh, the competition. This yes. sounds amazing. Absolutely. So we've we've launched a, a really exciting uh, competition with Walls, um, which is owned by Unilever. And in effect, what we're asking our, our um, young learners to go through is to go through the modules, interact with the modules, take all the learnings they can, and then actually apply it in a, in a really practical way. So Walls has um, given us the bandwidth to be able to search for their next dream ice cream. And what we're asking the, the young kids to do is to actually come up with a two-minute video which encapsulates their marketing plan on what they feel the next big ice cream for Waltz can be. And hey, the winner even gets a year's free supply of ice cream. Pretty exciting. Um, I mean, Russell, just to come to you, with the Founding 50, it's a really exciting idea and to kind of get that cohort of young people inspiring the next generation, young themselves, so they're learning. What um, criteria do people need to kind of match to to join the find founding 50 well they need to be under the age of 30 for one uh, for all the reasons already uh, discussed and uh, they need to apply we want this to be a desirable thing and we've made a very positive start in just a few days but we want people to desire to inspire um i've just made that up on the spot there but we should consider that as a, a strap line desire to inspire um so yeah, that, so that's the thing. They need to apply. They need to convince uh, us and the advisory board that they are the right person to go out there and be an advocate for marketing. And that's a fundamental uh, top line as to what we want people to do. And you can apply via the schoolofmarketing.co.uk website. And as I say, we've had a great reaction in just a couple of days. So our advice to anybody who's interested is to do it and do it quickly. It's not just about or I don't want it just to be about those under 30. So this isn't excluding anybody who's in a more advanced stage of their career. We want their help as well, even if it's just to give it oxygen and volume via their social channels or networks. Also to encourage their younger members of the team. There are various different opportunities and various different avenues for them to go into schools and to, as Mark has already done, to spread the word and perhaps to address some of those misperceptions. So, yes, the founding 50 is about those under 30, but there's a bigger responsibility and, even more importantly, a bigger opportunity for the entire community to be involved here. It sounds incredibly exciting. Um, Is there anything, kind of any key tips or any key bits of information that people should know? Anything extra that we should know about the School of Marketing? Well, I just want to pick up on a a point around the founding 50. And I think there's... um, there's, there's a current position and and ability to, to inspire people, whether it's going into schools and things like that. But there are a load of other ways that we think the Founding 50 can get involved in the evolution of the School of Marketing as well, whether that's helping us to shape the strategy of the School of Marketing, helping us to understand what's next, what's resonating with with um, you know our younger audiences, um, and to really kind of you know be uh, be the eyes and ears for us as we move forward. 
Um, Mark alluded to the fact that you know we're, we're still currently at MVP stage, and you know we've got high aspirations for this and what we want to achieve with this. And the founding 50 will play a pivotal role in being able to help the future of what this becomes. So I think I just wanted to kind of make that point kind of known that it's it's about inspiring young kids today and helping us do that. But it's also about helping us shape the future of this institution. Well, um, it's been so lovely talking to you about it. And um, it sounds incredibly exciting. Um, thank you so much, Richie, Mark and Russell. Um, for more information on School of Marketing and how to apply to join the Founding 50, please visit marketingweek.com or schoolofmarketing.co.uk. And don't forget, you can subscribe to the Marketing Week Explores podcast on iTunes. Thank you.